eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, guys, do we want to want to look ahead to uh, sure. this matchup on Sunday? Sure. Yeah, we got, sure. uh, got about 15 minutes left here. Um, the Chiefs come in with the highest scoring offense in the NFL, averaging 29.8 points per game. Uh, Zane, as you said earlier, Patrick Mahomes is on is on uh, on pace for uh, another incredible season. Forty eight hundred plus yards, fifty touchdowns. The one thing that this team isn't doing as much is throwing deep without Tyreek. Right? They brought in Marquez Valdez Scantling uh, from from Green Bay. He's kind of their 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 deep threat right now. But it doesn't seem like this team has missed a beat with with Tyreek Hill gone, and so. My question is, we'll start with the defensive side of the ball. What are the 49ers going to need to do to slow down this, this high-scoring Kansas City offense? Pass rush, pass rush, pass rush, pass rush. That's finish. Solid. Finish. Like, yeah. finish the pass rush, yeah. too. Get them down on the ground. And, and they've had, I don't know if there's any rhyme or reason to it or it's just coincidence, but the three mobile QBs they've played against, they've, they've lost to. Um, and certainly not, you know, that they killed the defense or anything, but they, they, they did lose those games. Maybe just, you know, a play here and there extending their legs. Um, but yeah, they have to finish. Like you said, Zane, like they can't cause Mahomes is going to run out of it and make a play. So you got to get there and you got to finish to me. That's the, especially if Ward doesn't play Mooney Ward and it doesn't really look that way. You're without your two starting corners. We don't know what we're going to get from Brett. Um, I, I will say I did see, uh, right before we came on, um, uh, a gentleman that I actually just started following. It looks like he uh, he works for 1140, which is a local AM station in Sacramento, covers the 49ers. He was in the locker room today, and he said that he heard uh, Traverius Ward say in the locker room uh, that he's going to practice tomorrow. So, oh, okay. That, that, that would be great. Which tomorrow so would that, be would, that would be great. Um, so, you know, fingers crossed for that. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you guys. I think uh, ultimately finishing is really going to be the key to the game. Uh, I tweeted this out earlier. Uh, Mahomes has been blitzed on 49% of his dropbacks this season, which is second highest in the NFL. 
uh, times he's been blitzed on 151 dropbacks. And he's uh, that's resulted in a 24.6% pressure rate. So he is pressured on one of every four dropbacks that he has. But, and, and that's the eighth highest. That's actually the same rate that Matthew Stafford has. But the difference is, is he's only been sacked 11 times, which is the 12th lowest. To put that in perspective, right. Matthew Stafford has been pressured on 24.6% of his dropbacks, and that's resulted in 22 sacks. So it really is about finishing because, you know, he, I, I, I still remember Robert Sala telling his uh, defensive lineman, hey, don't, don't let that little duck run fool you, right? Like Mahomes, when he's jogging, <laughs> looks like he is in the most pain you've ever seen anyone with his feet or his hips or whatever, right? He runs like, he runs like he's 65 years old, right? But he still don't be fooled, right? He gets out, he extends plays, uh, he 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 just gets out of pressure. So ultimately, that I think is the biggest key to the game is Bosa will be back. Uh, he's been a, a full participant in practice. Uh, honestly, it, it's just contain on the outside, right? Try and get as much pressure as you can up the gut. If you've got a rush from the outside, you got to have someone that is there to contain. Otherwise, he will break the pocket and he will either A, extend the play or B, you know, scramble for, for four or five yards and then live to see another day. So finishing is going to be uh, the biggest key. And then the, the other thing is Travis Kelsey is getting 25% of the target share in this offense right now, uh, which I was I saw that and I was like, oh, that's got to be pretty close to the top in the league. And it's actually not. Uh, again, for reference, Cooper Cup is has a target percentage of 31%. Uh, and and the only other one that's higher than that is CeeDee Lamb, but I don't think he's played as much. Anyway, Travis Kelsey is the, st is the straw that stirs the drink in this offense right now. Uh, he has seven touchdowns, and he has uh, 50 receptions. Or no, sorry, he has 42 receptions on 50 targets. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey they've got to figure out a way to, to either bracket him or double him, right? Which can be difficult because they flex him all over the, all over the, the formation. But you, you, the focus has got to be on Travis Kelsey because this team can't run the ball, doesn't run the ball, whatever you want to say. It's not going to be very similar to that Atlanta game where Atlanta just ran all over them. Kansas City can't run the ball they, or, or chooses not to. I don't know, but you can really focus on on your pass defense at that point. So I'm interested to see what kind of what kind of game plan D'Amico cooks up for you know for for Patrick and and this offense. Yeah, and and I think flipping over to the offensive side, like that they similar to what they were. I I mean Atlanta's run defense was not very good, but the idea of them not being able to run the ball, that theme probably carries over this week because Kansas City's rush defense is, is number four in the league right now. So I don't know if you're going to be able to run on them. Trent Williams coming back is huge. I think that's a, that's a really big addition because that, he's the best left tackle in the game, but you're probably going to have to win by throwing it. And 
uh, Kansas City's t- bottom bottom ten in the league in, pa- in, in pass defense. So and they've given up the most touchdowns in the league. So I think that for this, it's going to be those little quick screens, bubble screens, those little quick hitting passes that Jimmy loves to throw, like Kyle loves to call, supplementing the run plays, uh, getting them away from the defensive line. Like it, it's it's kind of funny and kind of interesting to me to see like such a stark difference for for a really good team between their their run defense and pass defense. You would think that those guys run stopping and be able to get some pressure and be able to get to the quarterback. But I think that that's how they're going to win this game. If they are going to win it is by short, quick passes that act as runs and keeping the, keeping the ball away from them. If this, look, if this turns into a shootout, the Niners are not going to win. Like they, they don't have the firepower to keep up. This team has trouble scoring 20 points in the game. Yeah. So they're going to have to control the clock, control the momentum. They're like, Jimmy cannot throw any interceptions. This has to be a perfect game from him. Like you can't turn the ball over. You, I don't know what they're going to do on defense to stop Kelsey. Like, I don't know what matchup they're, they have there. Like if you put Fung on him, Jimmy Ward is probably going to play guys. He's going to play with the club, but and I don't Hufunga, know. Do. I, and who is working his way through concussion protocol. It looks yeah, like right. he will be able to play on Sunday. Yep. So I don't know what, what the matchup is going to be there, but they, they target, like you said, they target him early and often, you know, where the ball's going and I it's, it's for them to win a lot's going to have to go right. And I don't know if they can pull it off. I really don't. <laughs> well, you know, it's this Chiefs team. They started out three and four last year. Obviously, they had some different pieces. But in this year, four and two. But if Herbert doesn't throw an interception in the end zone and Josh McDaniels doesn't, Josh, McDan- Josh McDaniels, they might be two and four. Like, the Chiefs haven't quite been the Chiefs yet. And that game against the Bills last week was a heavyweight fight. I know they're coming off a loss. But it was definitely, you know, maybe, maybe it took a lot out of them. I think the Niners have more of a chance here than maybe we think. You know, you hear the Chiefs and you think they're going to steamroll. Haven't totally done that yet. They did against the the Bucks. They put up 41 on them. And then I think they put up 44 in week one against the Cardinals, I think. But overall, they've, you know, they lost to the Colts with only 17 points. It could be a more winnable game than maybe we're giving it credit for. But like you guys said, the defense has to show up and be the defense. And the Niners offense has to score around 20 points, obviously going to have to but did you guys know it's national tight end day this week oh nfl communication put out a thing i thought was interesting um the two tight ends with the highest yards per game in history are travis kelsey and uh the artist formerly known as george kittle when he used to get yards in games um (laughs) but no kittle for considering he's averaged like 20 yards a game for the last nine games he's still at 65.8 i think it was for his career so, you know, Kittle's put up historic numbers. Um, and I think he's coming back around again. I'm kidding with the artist formerly known as. I think he's going to start really being involved in this offense again. I think last week's 80 some odd yards or whatever it was, I think was just the tip of the iceberg. I could see him kind of breaking out again. So, no, that, I want to see Tyler Croft getting the ball. <laughs> Tyler Croft game, baby. Give me Tyler, Tyler Croft. Croft. We don't need Kittle. Tyler Croft. Absolutely. <laughs> Ross Dwelly, Tyler Croft, Charlie Warner. You don't need your yeah, $60 million all pro. I'm just kidding. I love Kittle. Give it to the other guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, I, th- I think the game is maybe the Niners play their game. It's more winnable than maybe people are giving it credit for. And if they do come out of it with this win, I mean, you know, just the narrative is going to change completely, right? I mean, all of a sudden, this was this was as negative as a week as I can remember in the Shanahan era. Just, I don't know, just people are coming out of the woodwork or people are frustrated or whatever, but I just don't ever remember. Usually when you attack Kyle, people are like, whoa, what are you doing? <laughs> This week, well, I put out what whatever it was I said. I said something negative, and I, I don't always read my replies in Twitter, but I was like, oh, let me go through because people are going to probably destroy me. Almost no one did. 
like everybody was like, yeah, like we're pissed. This is ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. So it's really interesting to see kind of where it is. So it's going to go. It's funny. I, I can't wait. I think it's just, again, this is entertainment. This is so entertaining. You have Harbaugh on the building. You have a really tough Chiefs team to play against. Just sit back and see where we are at halftime because it could be, it could just be, again, reality TV at its best. Um, but maybe the Niners come out with a win here and, you know, I don't know. Nobody cares Jim's there. Well, you know, we'll see.